Meet Will and Tom, two seemingly ordinary men, cursed with a gift of vast knowledge that is forever expanding. Possessing incredible insight with unparalleled skills and expertise, let us join them as they embark on a journey to quench their thirst for the truth while answering the questions to life's most intriguing mysteries. Let us open our minds and ask, Dude, could you imagine? Could you imagine? Could you imagine? Imagine if the world, our way of life as we know it, ending, only to make way for a new world and a new way of life. Now, imagine being tasked with the responsibility for bringing in 50 of your most cherished things from this world on into the next. What would you pick? How would this new world compare to the one of old? Let us dive deep into the imaginations of our two new world organizers, Will and Tom, as they reveal what they would bring to the new way of life. Welcome back, everybody. This is Tom Case. And this is Will Stark. Will, did you feel that? What? What was that? <laughs> I felt a shift. <laughs> shift in, into something new. Oh, wow. We shifted into a parallel dimension of some I, sort. I think we may have. <laughs> so we're back, everybody. We hope you had a good uh, holiday. And, and a happy new year. <laughs> a happy new year, definitely. It's 2022, and baby. Yes, all good things, let's hope, from this year. Well, I'm hoping today's uh, today's episode gets us in that, that good things vibe. This episode is going to be a little bit different, and uh, I'm really going to enjoy it because the roles are... <laughs> A little are switched this time. Yes, um, to a certain degree, <laughs> yeah, I suppose they are. Um, was there anything you want to want to say before we just get into it? Um, I do want to say, you know, to all our listeners out there, I uh, we saw all your feedback, and uh, you know, a lot of you wrote in on the last episode of season one. Um, so, you know, we do appreciate that, and we hope that season two will be even better, and we hope that we hear from you for season two as well. Indeed. All right, Tom. So I'm presenting the question for this episode. <gasps> and <laughs> uh, my question is really just a thinly veiled, uh, disguised uh, <laughs> ulterior motive, which we'll get into in a little bit. But my question is this. If the world was to be remade by the powers from on high and said powers came down and they picked out our podcast and said, Tom, Will, <laughs> your ever-expanding minds are truly full of wisdom when we can think of two no two better people than to ask this question to. Which is true. You true. <laughs> have been given the honor of preserving 25 of your favorite things that will make it from this world to the next. You don't get to decide everything, but these 25 things we'll preserve. We'll make sure that they're going to be there. What would you preserve for the next world? Wow. So we're each going to get 25 on this one. Okay, no and pressure. This is just right? a thinly veiled. <laughs> like, All right, so <laughs> the impetus of this question is I really just want to talk about our 25 favorite things in the world. <laughs> we're not trying to solve a puzzle. I'm not looking for the optimal answers here. I don't want mm. you trying to like, well, we food and, and water, so, obviously, yeah. and air to breathe. Like, no, like that's all going to be taken care of. Okay. Let's just talk about your favorite things. So, what are your favorite so, things? So most likely we're not going to mess up the new world. No, no. Okay. This is like the new world's going to be what it's going to be. Mm-hmm. You don't get to decide that. But what you do get to decide is like what are your 25 favorite things? We'll bring them on over. Okay. So, okay. 
I guess I do have parameters, Will. I'm mm-hmm. going to have to ask some parameters. But I think means. you actually answered the most important one, which okay. was, okay, so, yeah, you're, the basic stuff is going to be there, right? Like, yes, it, yeah, We're not exactly. going to have to go in, yeah. into the, the minutia of, like, yeah. we need to breathe and we need to eat. Right. and we Okay. Yeah. Um, the I, other, think the, I think the power from on high are just hoping we don't fuck it up again. Okay. And I only have two other things, two other questions I, I thought about. Yeah. So am I to understand that if I were to pick something right mm-hmm. i don't want to i don't know for example like if i were to pick something about like let's say i want tigers in this new world right okay well am i to understand then that if tigers exist so like maybe so do other animals so that they can eat whatever they need to I, yes that okay, could be assumed like, like oh yeah tigers here but they got yeah, nothing like, to eat yeah exactly <laughs> okay um, no 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 again we're, i'm not trying to trick you tom okay okay like I just, just tell me what sure, you yeah. want just tell me what you want to bring over. The other question uh, I have, and this may be something that, you know, maybe you'll have to answer later after we start naming stuff off here, uh-huh. is so the new, this new world, once yes. we put into it our favorite things we want to have in mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm. it's from that point forward the life evolves? No, no, no. So okay. the way this works is like you don't you don't get a pick when you're going to be reborn into this oh, world. Oh, okay. Like okay. at what point in time? You don't even know what time is going to be like in this world. You don't know if it, time is going to be a straight continuum. It's just it could that, be a weird fucking circle. Yeah. Right? Okay. So it's just going to be that. Like, but these like, favorite things of ours will be will a be part of a part of this okay. world's okay. history, if you will. And that like makes theoretically, sense. if these powers from on high are being kind enough to ask for our opinion, they're going to place us right in the smack dab <laughs> middle of where our things exist. Yeah. Okay. That'd be good. pretty okay. shitty if they didn't. Yeah. Right. It's like yeah. yeah, all those things existed a thousand years ago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> that would suck. Like, but they don't now. Sorry, yeah. guys. <laughs> all right, Tom. So okay. we each got twenty five. I don't know how long this episode is going to be, but we're gonna we're gonna find out by you starting us off. What's the first thing on your list? Okay, well, and is your f- is your list in order? Is it like no? In like top I have to no particular order okay, of too. these things. They literally came to me like random jumbled thoughts. Like okay. I went yeah. from one you know end of of a spectrum to the other, and mm-hmm. everything in between along mm-hmm. the way, jumping back and forth. Yeah, can um, I can I tell you something actually before we get started? I had to ban. I had to put rules on myself because. I put I was I was way too close to putting twelve food items on this thing. And I was like, <laughs> I gotta not like so I, yeah. I, I, I limited myself. I I cut out half the food items that I had put on this list. But go ahead. Okay, so I don't think I have like that many food items, but I have to tell you something, Will. <laughs> I put no rules on myself, but 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 I don't think I did that. Right, I don't right. think I did that. However, um can I get the first two things out of the way on my list? Absolutely. And it's because, you know, I have to have these two things, Will, if we're going into a new world. Mm-hmm. Number one, my wife. Okay, so, okay, number so two. pause, 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 pause. <laughs> I didn't even get to we number two. I, I thought we talked about this. Like, you don't have Did to worry we? about loved ones. You don't got to, because, yeah, obviously it's going to be like my son, my my fiance, mm-hmm. my my sister, my this. No, 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 no. Like, you don't got to, you don't get to decide who comes and goes okay. like theoretically we're all gonna go over tell tell you to tell you the truth i yeah. actually did remember that that i have to mention these i want to mention them on air just in case if she's listening okay she right. knows yes. okay babe okay babe you know that you are number, number one, one and number two is chewy my dog <laughs> okay for sure for sure all right okay let's get to your actual okay. list though now actual list and the other one is actually another person but it's not it's someone that i don't it's not a loved I, one no 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 okay um 
I was going to just be very uh, general and uh-huh. broad in this, and okay. I could have, and I could have just said comedians. Okay. But I want to be specific mm-hmm. because of these actual uh, these three comedians I actually picked. So there's going to be three. You got three comedians. I, I could go one by one if you want to okay. take turns. These, these are essentially three different. Yeah, yeah. Like these are three these numbers. Are three different. Yes, these are three numbers. Yeah, go ahead and give three me your three. Three different comedians because they're they they're mean that much to you. Yeah, and they're three different styles. Let's let's of hear comedy. it. What do you One got? One of them is comedian Jeff Ross. I don't know if you know who I he is. I don't know who that is, but he, tell me. He uh, they call him uh, the Roastmaster General. Uh, okay, uh, he's the guy that does. He's taking over all of the Comedy um, Central Comedy roasts. Central okay. roasts and. Uh, as an insult comic, I don't know if it, if there's anyone better, better. than he is. <laughs> um, he is the master. Like, right. I mean, he. What do they call him? You said the roast. The, master? the roast master general, uh, and um, he. Funny. My God! Like, if you go to his uh, his uh, Instagram account, right? Yeah. I follow him on Instagram, and and he'll go live. It may not be every day, but when he goes live, what he literally does is he'll invite you to. Join his life. Yes. And he'll literally just, he's like, okay, who are you? And then boom, he gets to see who you are in the video real quick if he picks you. Mm-hmm. And then he just roasts you. You know that's what I mean? crazy. And he gets them every yeah, that's time. A talent. Like, that's you a know talent what I mean? for sure. Yeah. Um, and, you know, don't get me wrong. Like, I know a lot of people are like, oh, you know, you know you're know, you laughing at someone else getting insulted. You know, okay, I get that. And, and sure. you know, yeah. yes, to a certain extent, sometimes insults are not funny. But other times when they're at in a jestful way and, right. and they're not no, being and serious. I, I understand like, that totally. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not, I don't like insult comedy, but mm-hmm. I'm not like, I'm not turning my nose up at it either. So like, I, yeah. don't, I definitely don't judge you for it. But um, it's definitely not. I could say that. I know it's a personal thing with me because like, I, I was actually having this talk with my my mother in law the other day because I have this similarity with with her son. It where I don't know if you notice, like I don't really make fun of I don't make fun of you. Like I won't make I won't like like take a dig at you or like oh yeah you've never you. I've never heard and yeah. it's because it's just my brain doesn't work that way yeah and I do not like being poked fun of it yeah really it, pisses me off mm-hmm. even when I know logically that it shouldn't it just does yeah so that's why I never got into that type of humor I, I actually. But, I actually have the same thing. Oh, do you? But it's slightly different. It depends on who's saying it to me. Right. um, Because, like, my brother has this weird power of being able to push my buttons. Oh. When when (laughs) if it was a friend that may have done the same thing, I would have taken it as a jest. Interesting. You know what I mean? So, like, it is weird. I do understand what you mean. Because insult comedy actually is not everyone's cup of tea. No, it's not. And uh, But but, this person is the best at it. and, And that is the reason why he's the best at it is he does know how to walk this fine line of like, I'm going to poke a little fun at you, but I'm going to make you feel good about it. And you know, I'm not being serious. Right. That is, that's a talent. Because there's other people who can't do that and they try to do insult comedy and it just doesn't, it comes off bad. Very bad. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Who are your next Um, two guys? The next one is Nikki Glazer. Man, Um, more names. I I don't know. I know. She is, uh, she, I think, don't get me wrong. There's a lot of female comics I really like out there. They're very funny, but her style of comedy is very like. Um, first of all, she's she's not afraid. I'm talking about in any subject matter, and she talks about personal personal subject oh, matter really? of herself that uh-huh. you know. I would, most people I would think most sharing. people wouldn't even. Yeah, they wouldn't yeah. even want to share that. Probably even with their significant other. Like wow. you know what I mean. Like, yeah. but she is not afraid of that, and the way she can, uh, she draws attentions to flaws but makes them funny Mm -hmm. in a way where like you can be like oh my god you know what 
I always felt that insecurity about myself, but she made this funny joke about it. Maybe I shouldn't feel that bad. Interesting. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And I always thought that that was really like, that's I mean, that's talent. brave, man. Yeah, yeah that's talent. Is you know brave, what I mean? Like, yeah. I can't believe some of the stuff that when she talks about, I'm like, man, I, you know, she's, she's going for yeah, it. Yeah. And then all of a sudden she makes it super funny. So right. then you're not thinking about like, Oh, that's embarrassing. No, you're thinking yeah. like, Oh man, that's so funny. I can relate. You that's know what pretty mean? cool. Like, yeah. Something like that. Happened. I like that. That's dope. All right. This, this next one though, I, I'm pretty sure you know this. Let's, uh, I don't know. Let's find out. Dave Chappelle. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, Dave Chappelle's amazing. Do I even have to explain, really? Uh, Not to me, but like the audience is listening, so maybe you should. Dave Chappelle, uh, you know, recently has come under fire because of like these these jokes he had made of the transgender community, right? I I don't know. I heard about yeah, it. Yeah, it was I, on his special. I haven't watched his special. I don't know much about it. I, I actually watched it because I heard all, all, of, all of these things. And mm-hmm. to be completely honest, I actually see both sides. I do see some of these people who were boycotting his special or mm-hmm. walked out of Netflix for, hold, for having this special on their platform okay. and stuff. You know, I understand. Okay. You know what I mean? Because, you know, just like with the insult comedy, like, you know, it's not for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, however, you know, on the flip side of it, you know, I did see the whole story Dave Chappelle was trying to make about the the jokes that he was making. He was telling this whole story about meeting someone who was transgendered and then that person being able to show Dave Chappelle hey, we are out here. We are a community and we want to be a part of the jokes too. You know what I mean? So interesting. So in my opinion, I, you know, I, I don't think Dave Chappelle was trying to purposely be, uh, you know, rude or whatever or to the transgender community. Yeah, but, yeah. but, you know, he, he did show that he had a fault and took it upon himself to be like, hey, you know what? I met someone from that group that I made a joke about and mm-hmm. they made me have a different point of view now. You it's know a, what I mean? Yeah, so that's sure. what I got from it. Okay. Uh, but yeah, Dave Chappelle is just funny all around. But like, but he's not just He's funny. definitely a comedic like, pioneer for sure. Yeah, like his exactly. show was a phenomenon. Exactly. Chappelle show, and, holy crap. Yeah. And he was another one that's not afraid. He took subject matter, you know, usually it's race. You're and right. he took that and like, made things that people maybe didn't think about or were aware and he made them funny but he made you think about it you he know what did. I mean? so, that's actually something he very much did like a lot yeah. of stuff was stuff people would not talk about and he made it so everyone was talking about yes. it because it was so funny but you know part of that like uh the best comedy has like uh seeds of truth in it mm-hmm. i mean i think it, he probably ended up whether it was intentional or not started a lot more social commentary among the masses than a lot most people ever will so yeah but and there's a lot more I could have, yeah, there's yeah. a lot more I could have done, but I chose those three those comedians, three comedians. So that way, let's say in this new world, if, if comedy was a new thing now mm-hmm. that right. these three comedians were going to set what comedy, the bar of comedy was going to start from. Right. Okay. That's the way I was thinking about nice. it in my mind. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, spoiler alert, I don't have any comedians on mine. <laughs> but it's cool. You got it covered. Uh, yeah, it's cool. Between the two our of world us, will have you. <laughs> yeah, between the two of us, we got this covered. All right. So I'll, I'll do my first one. Should I do three since technically you did three? Yeah. All right, yeah. I'll do three. 
Um, I did these in no particular order. It was literally just in the order that they came to me over the course of this last, like, two weeks. Mm-hmm. Number one, baseball. Oh, yeah. I should have known you. Yeah. I fucking love baseball, dude. It's just, it's a beautiful sport. It's got drama. It's got, it's got science. There's a lot of science involved in physics and math. Like, if you want to get into the, the number crunchy side of things, if you want to get into the statistics and analytics. But it's also just, it's got a lot of heart, a lot of history. Um, it's a very romantic sport. I know there's that line now from that I could agree with. Yeah, there's there's a line from from Moneyball where it's like, how can you not be romantic about baseball? Mm-hmm. It's just the damn truth, dude. Like you fall, like whether it's you fall in love with the sport itself or you fall in love with your team or or the different guys on your team and their stories and and then you just see the 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 long marathon of a battle that is a season of baseball. Yeah, and you see the ups and downs, the slumps, the the hot streaks of this and that. And like, you just get so emotionally invested. Um, and there's so many layers to the sport where it's like, you can be really casual and mm-hmm. never go deeper than that. And you still love the sport just as much as someone like me, who is just slowly, but surely like peeling away at those layers and learning more and more every year. I just, I, I love baseball. You, I, go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say, I think you brought me to that casual level. Right. Because you know, before, yeah. before when we started working, I wasn't in baseball. Yeah, I, you, I really didn't know, didn't anything, know anything about baseball. Yeah. But now, <laughs> Just casually, I will keep an eye out on like, oh, who's playing? Okay, the score right. is this. Yeah. And because I know a little bit more about it because you, I just thought it was interesting right now how you brought up the movie Moneyball when you were talking about how it's a romantic sport. I wanted to bring up the, the movie Moneyball when you were talking about crunching the numbers. Right. Because Which I is didn't what that realize. About. Yeah, yeah. In that movie. So if anyone out there isn't really into baseball and you don't know about that, I would highly suggest to watch the movie Moneyball. It is a great movie, even if you don't like baseball. You don't it's have just, to. You literally can know zero about yeah. baseball, and it's a great movie. And it's a great movie. Yeah. And, you know, Brad Pitt, Jonah Hill. They kill it. Um, they they do, and it's a good movie to show you what he was talking about, crunching the numbers. Yeah, you honestly, know? in the numbers, the numbers that they're getting into, um, that's like the bare minimum because that was the beginning of the analytics era of baseball. But I'm not going to get into that now because we're going to talk about number two thing on my list. Which this is one of the most important things to me in my personal life at all. It's boring the, things? No, no. One of one of the most important. Oh, important. Things. I thought you said boring. Yeah, boring. Things. I was, I was like, gonna throw it on this find, list. Yeah, no. like, uh, my 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 thing is number two, the ocean. Oh, okay. The beach, the ocean Damn, is my just, favorite place mm-hmm. in the world. No matter what beach it is, yeah. like whether I'm here on the coast of California or somewhere else. It is a magical place to me. It is a place where, like, I'm not a very spiritual person. You know me, Tom. I'm not a yeah. very spiritual person. Yeah. But when I'm standing on the shore, you know, waist deep in the water on on any type of weather, but I'm thinking, like, a sunny California day, mm-hmm. and I just can't help but feel like this is the place in the world where the four elements meet. You know, the fire of the sun, the oh, wind, yeah, the true. water, the earth yeah. of the shore, and I just feel truly at peace. And you know, I love I love the sand sports that you can play on, on the beach. Oh yeah! You know, I love bodyboarding. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never surfed, but I've always wanted to. Um, I love being out there on the ski doos on on the boat, whatever. It, ocean animal life. I just oh, I love okay. okay, everything about the okay, ocean. Okay. I fucking love the okay, ocean. Okay, so ocean means ocean life. Sure. Yeah. yeah okay. Sure. Good. No. Yeah. Good. Stop, because that was like stop that trying was to like, solve the puzzle, Tom. I, yeah. We're talking about our favorite things. <laughs> the puzzle pieces <laughs> must fit. Will. <laughs> but um, yeah, the ocean. It just it just means so much to me. Um, so much from my childhood, and uh, I just I love it. It's my favorite place on earth. I'm glad. I'm glad now that you said that because I don't have. I, I forgot about things like that. <laughs> you, you're like I have zero nature. <laughs> yeah, or, or sports, I think. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. All right. So. We're going to get to the first thing on my list that you might have on your list. You might. Okay. There's one I know is going to be on your list, but this one is might this be on gonna, your is list. Is this a 
broad generalized thing or is no, this it's a specific pretty thing? specific oh okay Lord of the Rings. Oh, I don't have that. Oh, my but I do have something. Okay. Um, Lord of the Rings okay, is it's a fantasy masterpiece. I mean, oh, yeah. I know a lot of people, a lot of people like to uh, downplay Tolkien and downplay Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's so old and because everything out of it is now a cliche. Like yeah. everyone thinks like, oh, it's old and tiresome now. Mm-hmm. But I'm like. Literally everything out of this book is a cliche. Like, you know how hard it must have, like, you know how groundbreaking it must be for everything about it to basically set the bar. Yeah, and, and like, now that's Every whatever. bit of fantasy, like, obviously there's plenty of fantasy that has moved away from Tolkien. And it's great. Like, in a way, Tolkien has made fantasy better in that it has pushed authors and, and creators and writers to, to try and, like, distance themselves from it. You know what I mean? Because it's just so monolithic in the fantasy world. Um, so even in that way, Tolkien has its effect on fantasy. But um, it's a classic hero's journey. It's heavily influenced by mythology, which I love. And it's just got a, a very timeless story, which means a lot to me. I grew up with it. Um, I've enjoyed Lord of the Rings in many forms. I love the movies. I love mm-hmm. the books. I love the animated movies that came out in the, the 70s uh, and a little bit in the 80s. Um, there was one uh, movie that was directed by... Uh, Oh God, I can't remember his name. But it was. Have you ever heard of rotoscoping? Yes, I've heard of. The have you ever seen a scanner darkly? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know how okay, it's yeah. actors, but it's animated it's over like, the frames. Yeah, they they did a movie for Fellowship of the Ring that was rotoscoped. Oh, I it's don't. I never. Seen pretty that. damn good too. Oh. I'll have to dig it up. Um, and uh, and I'll point it out for you. You'd like it. But I love everything about Lord of the Rings. It's yeah. yeah. I do agree with that Lord of the Rings is awesome. I'm glad you did pick that for our world, for our, our new world. <laughs> our here. new world. Um, it's funny though because like how you said like a lot of people like to downplay it or, mm-hmm. or you know the movies. Like my wife always says she's not that fan of the the story, but right. like she she always says like eh, it's just like three hours of walking. Like you know she's like they're walking to get here, they're walking to get there. You can literally say that about a billion uh, yeah, different a lot stories. Of them. But uh, but it is funny and it is one of those you know me about reading right. Mm-hmm. You know I love watching movies instead of reading the the book. Yeah, yeah. Um, but this was one of the books that we were made to read in, in when I was in school. Oh, okay. And I'm actually really glad they did because I actually did enjoy this book when I right. when I read it. Um, so I'm glad you picked that one. Yeah. All right, you're up, man. Okay, the next one. This one's kind of broad a All little right. bit, but uh, I wanted to put this first before I get specific ones later. Okay. Um, dine out restaurants. <laughs> okay. I, okay. Fair because enough. like I like eating out too. Tom. Yeah, that's like one of the like it, it is. It's one of my favorite things to do. I know you're always telling me about this. Somewhere I, I, I am literally the person. Actually, both me and my wife, we will go somewhere for vacation, mm-hmm. and the one thing that we love to do, we get in our hotel room. Mm-hmm. We we well first I flop on the bed. Right. I always have to <laughs> jump. I always have to jump and dive onto the bed. Nice. After we do that, we get our phones out and we start yelping restaurants. We start nice. looking at what's around and what do we want to eat and what mm-hmm. what has the better reviews. Right. And it's just like uh, we used to actually do a thing. We we used to do a little critic uh, videos we did on our own Instagram. Oh, you were, you were we, vlogging about we, it. Huh? We did. We, we did a little <laughs> vlog. We don't do it anymore, but we it, it used to be called Ash and Tom's Noms. Uh-huh. And, oh, uh, I like that. That's right? a good name. Yeah. yeah. And uh, we, we had a couple things we did like at Disneyland and stuff. But anyways, you know, that that's just something that – you know, I don't know. It's so like very close to my heart of what oh, yeah. I love to you're, do. You're very you're passionate about it, eating out. Yes, Tom. it's you're very passionate passion, about it. Yeah, yeah. Wanted, like 
this is how I know. You either either know of the place I'm I'm telling you. I'm like I bring up a conversation. You already know about it. Or if you haven't heard of it, you're like, really tell me oh, more. Yeah, yeah. Where is it? I'm gonna I go find it. Yeah. I'm gonna go eat there next week. Uh-huh. Like yeah, Tom loves loves his I, dine out. Yeah, I will always try to ask. Yeah, whenever you do bring up a place that I don't know, I'm always like, well, okay, well, how much was this? Well, did they yes, have this on the menu? Exactly, what about that? Like, yeah, yeah, and and you're great for whenever I need an idea of a place to go and like mm-hmm. I can just pick your brain. Yeah, it's just <clears> I I think it's something that's that a lot of people. Dining out is one of the most popular things for uh, not just Americans, for people to do around the world. There's a reason for that, Tom. It's a good good pick. It's a good pick. What do you got? What else? Oh, okay. Um, oh, you. So we'll do a few at a time. Uh, yeah, we'll do a few at a time. Because these now. next two actually go directly into cool. why I wanted that. Because I want to make sure. And you already answered this. In our new world, we're not going to have shortage of seafood because you already said ocean. Yeah. yeah. So we'll have at least not at first. We won't. <laughs> <laughs> no, not at first. Um, so I know seafood is very specific, and you already said about ocean life. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, but. I specifically did want to say seafood because those are... Oh, so are you're being general, like general seafood. General seafood. Uh, what, are, what are some specific items where you're like... When, specific, when you say seafood, what are you thinking about? Um, fish, crab, lobster. For sure, for um, sure. Octopus even. Mm-hmm. Um, oysters. Wow, you have not um, named the, my number one. Out of, so far, you've named a bunch. You haven't named my number one. Would sushi be one of your number one? No. Oh, okay. Sushi, I would love it's sushi. It's great. But I love yeah. sushi. But oh, my, what would my number one shrimp. You haven't said oh, shrimp. Oh, shrimp. Oh, yeah. shrimp. Definitely, yeah. dude. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Shrimp is almost like... Yes. Shrimp, to me, is almost like one of those seafoods where, it, uh, like, I shouldn't even have to mention it. It should I know. always it really, be yes, there, yes, right? Yes, you know shrimp's what I mean? fucking amazing. Yeah, exactly. Um, I love seafood. I love it. And it's so good. I had to stop myself from putting it on this list, so I'm so glad you put it on this list. Oh, I already had too many food items. I'm like, I can't. I just can't. Oh, yeah. One of the food items has seafood in it, though. So, oh, okay. <laughs> my my next one, which also goes out with the dine out restaurants, uh-huh. is because these are the ones we try to go do the most. Yeah, is either seafood restaurants or my next one is steak. Oh, okay. So, nice. Um, not only actually, this doesn't just have to do with the dine out restaurant. I I also cook my own steaks. Your uh, Tom I, is very passionate about steaks. Yes, and we I, could talk about steaks for hours. Yeah. I'm serious. And we are and going we to have. right now. No, just like no. <laughs> um, no, no, no. But like, it is something that the one thing because I'm not a good cook, mm-hmm. but there are like a few, very few items I do take pride that I can cook very well because mm-hmm. like. Even my wife has said, like, well, like, hey, you want to go eat at, like, um, I don't know, Lone Star Steakhouse or something, wherever that's nearby. And she'll be like, oh, why don't you just get the steak and make it yourself? It's better than the restaurant. Wow. You know what I mean? That's so a very I, nice compliment. I, yeah. So I'm like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, it's fantastic, dude. But, yeah, it is. And I know we try not to eat a lot of it because a lot of red meat, you know, it's not that healthy for you. Mm-hmm. But uh, the the few times we may have it, you know, in the few months or whatever, like when we do eat steak, it's it's something that I like making, but it's also something I like to dine out for. You know, yeah, that, sure. Absolutely. A lot of times I judge a plate uh, when we go to the steakhouse. Obviously, that's what you judge it for is their steak. Yeah, that's kind of what um, they're supposed to be for. But yeah, mm-hmm. so so those would be the my you know my next three, and that's why I wanted to say dine out restaurants first, nice. is so that way you know the specifics of what kind of dine out restaurants I would like. Makes sense. All right, so my next up, my number four, um, it's a band, mm. um, Led Zeppelin. Right on. So a lot of people know, like, I think the Beatles are the greatest band ever, right? I mm. just, like, objectively, well, not objectively, subjectively, because it's my opinion, but in my head, like, they are just objectively the best band ever. And um, people who know that I love heavy metal, um, a lot of people know that Megadeth is my favorite metal band of all time. Oh, yeah. yeah. But even though I have those two opinions... 
Um, what a lot of people probably don't realize about me, unless they know about my tattoo or have seen it and know what it means, is that Led Zeppelin is my favorite band of all time. Oh, okay. I fucking love Led Zeppelin. And um, Led Zeppelin has the same same issue as Lord of the Rings when it comes to like they are so prolific and so popular and so like uh, like everyone's inspired by them for the last forty years mm-hmm. that like people like to downplay their music as being like old and tiresome like uh, it doesn't tread new like it yeah. doesn't break new ground well it fucking did de- then yeah, when it came exactly. out and um, it's still kind of like i mean why else do you think it lasted for that long yeah, like, i could you know? i i could listen to every single one of their albums from from top to bottom there's very few bands the beatles is one of them but there's very few bands i could do that with um their range between going like heavy to bluesy to just pure acoustic serene um, the Rain song is an amazing song. There's so many songs that there's are amazing. Uh, there's a reason that they're the only band I have tattooed on my body. I fucking love Led Zeppelin. Jimmy Page is, a, I would say, a national treasure, except for he's British. Um, <laughs> yeah. It, they're just, they're phenomenal. Every aspect of that band is phenomenal. Um, and if you somehow are not actually familiar with Led Zeppelin, just go, go, go yeah. get yourself Zeppelin's fourth album and just go listen to it. It's fucking phenomenal. Yeah, that's one of the rare bands that you can say that where you can just be like, wow, you okay, you don't know about them. Just go listen to this. And that's all you have to say. Yeah. And, you know, almost guarantee that at the very least, they're not going to say anything bad about them. You know, it's that, yeah, for it's the that most kind of part, music yeah. where it's like you're going to enjoy it. Just go ahead and listen to yeah. it. You know what I mean? It's like, fucking Zeppelin, man. Yeah. Um. Next one kind of ties into that. And like. This one's redundant, and maybe I should have swapped them. You could call this one redundant because if Zeppelin exists, of course this thing exists. But I want to talk about this thing. Um, my number five is the electric guitar. Oh, okay. Um, you know me. I'm a guitar player. Mm-hmm. A specific, like, I obviously I play. I can play any guitar, and I play plenty of acoustic stuff. But the electric guitar is, in my opinion, the greatest instrument ever invented. Its range is yeah, that is unparalleled. It is it's the most iconic instrument ever made. Mm-hmm. Like when you think of a band, the first instrument you think of is an electric guitar. Yeah, and you probably usually. picture a Stratocaster in your head because mm-hmm. that's, like that's like the, the quintessential most guitar, yeah, right? Exactly. Um, its invention changed the face of music. It changed the world. Up until maybe the last like 15, 20 years, like if you were making music, guitar was very likely involved. Now we've, you know, we've, we've moved away from that. We've evolved mm-hmm. more than that. We've gotten more in electronic stuff. Pop has really taken over the world in the last 25 years and, yeah. you know, a number of other things. But for me, the electric guitar is, it's sleek, it's elegant, it's graceful, it's heavy, it's badass, it's cool. Like, it'll it's, always it's, it's be, everything. It'll like, always be iconic. It'll always be iconic. Mm-hmm. And uh, there is nothing, well, not nothing, but there are a few things in this world that, like bring me a certain level of like serenity and and happiness as putting an electric guitar in my hands, turning on the amp, getting that tone just right, and fucking shredding, dude. It's Hell yeah, fucking amazing. Hell yeah. My my last of, of this round three, we're finally getting into some food. <laughs> okay. <sighs> Mexican cuisine, man. Oh, okay. Like so, just like when I said with seafood, yeah, you're talking about I, like I'm all. I'm just me- talking okay. about Mexican cuisine. I'm talking from every every region. Um, and Can you I think specifically, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a SoCal boy, so SoCal Mexican food is so fucking good. Oh, yeah. Um, and if you find the right hole in the wall places, like you're going to, you're be going to heaven. Yeah. But, um, I also grew up, my mom's side of the family's Mexican. So I've grown lots of Mexican food over there. 
my fiance's Mexican, and we got lots of Mexican food everywhere. And growing up, a lot of my friends were Mexican, so I was getting Mexican food all oh, over. Like all... it just has permeated my life since I was a little boy. Like I love, I love Mexican food. It's my yeah. favorite cuisine in the world. And this world is a better place with it. And I feel bad for the, all the people in the world who live so far away from like where good Mexican food is made that they don't get to have that I experience. I know, don't you? I feel bad when I hear someone from, I don't know, you know, like England, England, or, and, they, and they say like, oh man, you know, I love this whatever kind of burrito. And you're like, what? what? And yeah, <laughs> yeah, and then, exactly. and, and then you try to explain to them what, what like, you know, you know, a burrito here or whatever yeah. is like, and they yeah. have no clue what you're, I yeah. feel bad for them. Yeah. Like, and, and to be clear, like I, it's not that I don't like, I'm not trying to snub certain Americanized Mexican. Cause like SoCal Mexican yeah. is fairly Americanized in, in our way. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, we're talking about generations of Mexican people that have been making this. Yeah. So like it, it is still Mexican food, yeah. but like, even though some like, okay, like what we go to, there's a place, a fast food place called Miguel juniors. Right. Oh yeah. Like, that's pretty Americanized. That's very still fucking amazing. It's still yeah, Mexican it's so food. And I yeah. still enjoy it. So I'm not like, I'm not being a snob about it, but there is a level where it gets too far away from the real yeah, thing. Where yeah. I'm like, ah, oh, no, I'm good. Yeah, exactly. Is there, <clears> okay. Do you have a favorite Mexican dish? Dish? Or food? Or, or dish? Food or oh, like, my God. Tommy, you're going to kill me here. Or not dish. You know, like, <laughs> like, is there something that you're um, just like... Okay. I got you know. one I got one thing off the top of my head. Um, there is a place in East L.A. It's all, it's, I've told you about this before. It's called... Uh, well, it's in, it's in East this L.A. This is what I was hoping you'd yeah, go to. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, I've been going there since I was a boy. My dad's been going there since he was a little boy. Um, I think this place opened in the 60s. And it's called El Tipiax. <laughs> and the owner, who he's passed away now, uh, Manuel, he had a, a signature burrito called the Manuel Special. This thing is just massive, like two foot by one foot fucking wet burrito, right? Yeah. And it's uh, it's this chili verde, verde but, um, you know, verde means green in Spanish. Mm-hmm. But this chili verde that he makes, he, I think he sautés it for like 24 fucking hours and wow. tomatoes. So it ends up going from green to red. And it's just got a very, very particular flavor. And it's like big, thick, tender pieces Dang. of pork. Just the best guac you've ever had in your life. Rice, beans. It's spicy and it's good. I always love when it's, you tell this story. Yeah, it's got a lot of cheese on it, which I know like like so I have friends and family members who are like really like they're a little bit more on the elitist side of like what makes Mexican food Mexican. And like too much cheese is like a really American thing. And they're right, it is. But like Manuel's from Mexico, man. He made yeah. this burrito and it's fucking amazing. And like his restaurant is iconic in East LA, which is like the Mexican community of Los yeah, Angeles. I gotta you try can't it. tell me this burrito is not Mexican. Yeah. It is so good. It's called the Manuel Special. It's El Tipiac, East LA. Go try it out. God, I gotta try that. Can anybody hear me? Please hear me. Can you hear me? Can anybody hear me? If you can hear me, this is Fritz Frivolous. I need your help. I'm stuck. Somehow stuck inside the minds of Will and Tom. I need to escape. Please, please support them and their podcast. You can go to patreon.com slash dude could you imagine or leave a five-star review on Apple Podcast. Distract them long enough for me to break free. You can even leave a like, comment, or subscribe. Again, don't forget about me, Fritz Frivolous. So my next thing is actually going to be off of food now. It's oh. funny how, like, yours kind of matched with mine a little it bit. Did, you know? It did, um, We got so much more food in the future, I'm just letting you know. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Hey, well, that's good for me. I'm not, I'm not going to complain. But my next thing is God of War. 
Oh, so nice. The video, the video game, game series. Yeah. yeah. Um, You're going to laugh at what my next one is. My next one's a video game. Why did we that's have so like, funny. the same thoughts? Yeah, go for it. Um, so, yes, my, my next thing would be the God of War video game. And just like how you kind of answered my questions for the parameters, obviously that means if this game exists, that means so do. Video games. So a yeah. video game industry is. Sure. Is a yeah, game. absolutely. Um, but I specifically wanted to do God of War because yeah. obviously that is my favorite game. It's has everything it's right up my alley everything that i love it now has, i know you love the 2018 yeah uh, i loved all of them I was, yeah i was gonna say what did you think of the first three i love them yeah. i mean obviously now comparing what they have now oh, playing those yeah, you know yeah. but when they when those first came out oh my god i couldn't believe they made these <laughs> games and i was like it was just so badass and i was like you know Every time something happened in the storyline, I'm like, oh, what? The, there's Athena. Like, oh, what? Like, this happening. You know, like, yeah. in God of War 3, I remember specifically when you finally get to meet Hercules, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, in my head, you know, I know Hercules, he's a hero, you know, all the stories about him. But, like, I also, too, had my own thoughts about Hercules when I would hear him because, like, you know, he was supposed to be this you know, he was a demigod. He was known for his brute strength and all this kind of stuff. And right, right, right. So, like, a part of me pictured him kind of like a jock. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Where he, not not necessarily a bully, but, like, you know, he would probably throw his weight around, you know, okay, when, when sure. he could. Yeah. Like, that that was going on in my own head, right? Mm-hmm. And in God of War 3, there was, a, there was a really awesome scene where you get to fight him. And... The way he starts talking to you, and because uh, Hera is up on her throne in this little, uh, in this little like coliseum that you're fighting him in, mm-hmm. and I remember him saying things, or like when you're fighting, he's like, "Is this what you like to see, mother? I will show you who the best son you have, or like oh who's your best son, God. you know, okay, stuff like yeah, that." And yeah. it, and I was like, "Okay, I know Hercules is supposed to be a hero, but it it just felt so human, like human that yeah. he was acting that way. That it was in a way where I was like, you know what." I can see him doing that. Sure, yeah, And absolutely. the other cool thing was is, is when I was first playing that, that part of the game, I was like, my God, does he sound exactly like Kevin Sorbo who plays Hercules in the TV show Hercules, right? Right, right. And it ends up being him. Oh, and, the cast Yeah, him. and oh, I remember cool. it sounding so much like him that when I finally beat the game, you know, you sit there for, what, 20 minutes to watch all the credits, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. And yeah. his name popped up as and Hercules. Like, what? Yeah, and I was That's like, I cool. was right. It was him. That's but, awesome. But yes, the 2018 uh, God of War. My God, I, I, I was, I was already going to be satisfied if they even just tried to do another clone of of the other God of War games. And but they and, didn't but they do that. It up. They, they stepped, stepped it up. up. They yeah. changed it, and it was even better. Yeah, like I couldn't believe it. And and it's just if there's going to be any video games, at least I would want this in the new world. Okay, mm-hmm. that sounds good. Uh, the next one is. Is not a video game, but it's the entire Infinity War saga. Oh, <laughs> so, so from the MCU? Yes, yeah, it's hilarious. Okay, so, I got you. If you're not playing video games in so, the new world, twenty specific movies or however yeah. many it is. Eighteen is eighteen. I think it's movies? eighteen. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, so if you're not playing God of War, you know, uh, you're gonna be watching the Infinity War saga. I don't blame you there because that is a. a Cinem- cinematic, um, what's, ma- not masterpiece. That's not what I'm looking to say. It's uh, although it is, I feel like. I mean, <laughs> one could argue that. I'm yeah. just saying it's never been done before. Yeah, and yeah, it was it done so successfully and so well. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I love superheroes and I love Marvel. I have since I was a kid. So yeah, yeah it's I love it. 
I feel like what you said about food, I could have done with movies because I originally had 25 movies I could have put on this list of oh, 25 yeah. things. No, totally. But the reason I wanted to choose the entire Infinity War saga was was because of the fact of that it is so many movies put together that mm-hmm. tells one coherent overarching story yeah. you know what i mean that, yeah. con- that everything connects to mm-hmm. and don't get me wrong there's a lot of other movies like you know goodfellas goonies mm-hmm. back to the future i mean a lot of the movies that i love and i grew up with you know but what what the mcu pulled off with the infinity war saga was what what um readers of epic fantasy what we experience when we read like wheel of time, right? oh, wheel of time. Okay. we're talking about like a 40 book series so the t- by the time you're getting into the book 11 12 13 it's all coming together mm-hmm. all these characters from all this different stuff and it's all happening you're just like this is amazing yeah it's exactly what the mcu did for yeah. movie for movie watchers yeah so like that, is that exactly what that's how when when people like me are telling people like you how good books are this is what we've been experiencing for years. But uh but yeah. And now as movie watchers now, finally got to experience yeah, that. You really did. Really, really did. Um my next choice here <laughs> now again, no particular order. Yeah, yeah. So absolutely. this is another thing. Actually, you know what? These next these three things are related because uh, I would want to if if I had a really good day off, this mm-hmm. is exactly it. I would play God of War, right? Mm-hmm. Then, you know. I would probably have something to eat, whatever. Then I would start watching the Infinity War saga. Sure, right? absolutely. All while drinking <laughs> stout beer with <laughs> high ABV content. All right, guys, let me tell you something. Uh, Tom loves his stouts. <laughs> yes. This man loves stouts. Stouts specifically with high ABV content. Yeah. I don't, I don't want to just name one exactly. Like I could say there's one called Dragon's Milk, and uh, it's <laughs> it's 11%, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. But there's another like – uh, Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there, there's these other – oh, I wish I could remember the name of it. There's a place uh, near our undisclosed location, mm-hmm. and it's called Tom's Farms. And when you go into their little store there, they have these uh, specialty beers. I can't remember the, the maker of them, mm-hmm. but they literally was uh, – what was it? I think it was uh, – I think the one I bought was like $29 for one six. No, one twenty-four ounce bottle, right? And it was a Whoa. stout beer. That's that, more than a dollar an ounce. I know, and it was a stout beer that that was a eighteen, no, seventeen percent, seventeen and a half percent. At what point does it just become liquor? Uh, yeah, exactly. I know, right? It almost, you know, it has that little taste in there. But um, oh my god, was it like heaven in my yeah. mouth? Like I, it, it, I never tasted one like that, and it, I was. Don't get me wrong. I was very happy about it, but I was also very pissed off the fact that when I finally found this beer that I absolutely love, and I have to spend $29 for one bottle. Oh, of this. yeah. Like, it's a curse. I know, dude. <laughs> but I am going to go there. Uh, I'm going to buy. They had this other one even more expensive. I think it was like $35. Oh, my god. And I goodness. think it was even in a higher ABV content. Oh, my gosh. Uh, which is alcohol by volume. Ridiculous. Um, but it, watch. I'll drink it, and I'll be happy. Well, camper, at least, man. At I'll, least I'll be know. able to get drunk in this new world, Tom. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, that's no doubt. You'll, yeah. you'll be able to... Uh, entertain yourself watching, playing a video game, watching a movie, and then having a beer. Nice. <laughs> All right. So my next one, my number seven, is also a video game series. Um, it's my favorite video game series of all time, undisputedly. I'm sure you know what it, what it is. It is Final Fantasy. Oh, yes, yes. I'm a huge Final Fantasy fan. I've been playing the game since I was a kid. 
Um, You're talking about the whole series. I'm talking about the whole series, okay. yeah. Final Fantasy, just as a series. Okay. Uh, both the mainline games and any and all spinoffs. Not that I like every single game ever made, but a lot of the spinoffs I do like. Um, but they have so many. They have yeah, so that many. Was like, yeah. They have so many. What is it, six, Well, there's 15? There's no, 15 of the mainline games. Some of which have sequels. Like four has a sequel. Seven has a couple sequel. And oh, they have their own. Ten has a sequel. Uh, oh, twelve has that. two sequels. Or not twelve. Thirteen has two sequels. Twelve has a sequel. Like yeah, it's all. So over like the, place. the sequels of those. They're, aren't they're like not mainline. Those are still. Oh, those would be okay. considered not spinoff, but like offshoots. So they wouldn't be called like the the one after that wouldn't be fourteen. It would no. Be- so like you have thirteen, and then you have thirteen two, and then you have thirteen lightning returns. Oh, okay. So like yeah. But um, I, I I love the series. It's a blend of fantasy and sci-fi, epic storytelling, um, with a lot a lot of like real world mythology kind of gets mixed in. Um, the 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 battle systems are very strategic. Starts off pretty basic turn based, but they've done a lot of creative things. Like I think it's impressive that every single iteration of the game has a to- not a totally but a mostly different new battle system and or like leveling system. Um, they, they, they don't just churn out like, it's not like a Mario game, right? Where it's like every Mario oh, game, you're same, Mario, yeah, you're doing you, the same thing. I, I, and that's nothing against Mario. Mario is great. Yeah. I love Mario. Yeah. But like Final Fantasy, like you would think that the games would be more similar, but they're all not similar at all. And yet I love them all. And they all feel like Final Fantasy. Is all um, the characters the same all nope, the time? Nothing. Oh, they're all, almost oh, nothing's the wow. same. They're, they're, they're completely own unique universes. Um, and specifically seven and eight or very had a huge effect on me like you know the further you go back in time on your memory obviously the the hazier things get and like more like what, what they call core memories are the ones that you hold on to mm-hmm. and i have a very very strong core memory with final fantasy 7 um where i went over to my cousin's house and i saw the 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 game package i was like oh this looks cool what's yeah. this and they're oh yeah that's final fantasy it's really good you should put it in play and i played uh, what is essentially it's called the bombing mission. It's the it's the opening mission of Final Fantasy VII, and I must have been seven years old when I fired that game up, and it magical age fucking for video changed game. everything <laughs> to me. The music, the the sound effects, the the look of the game, the 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 atmosphere of this weird diesel punk fantasy sci fi thing going on, like the big fucking sword yeah. that this cool dude with spiky hair is swinging, like everything. I just I was in love. Um, and every Final Fantasy has had pretty much that same effect to a certain degree on me ever since. And I don't like them all necessarily, but I don't hate any of them. And it's my favorite. It's my favorite video game series of all time. That that description you gave about when you picked up the box mm-hmm. to the game and you look on the back and you can see the the graphics or whatever. Mm-hmm. The, you know that reminds me. That is such a nostalgic thing for me too. It, it's such a powerful memory because I'll still to this day go mm-hmm. into a GameStop knowing I am not going to buy anything. But I go and I'll just pick up those boxes just right. to look. And just to do that brings back that whole memory. Oh, like, yeah. You know? Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. So <laughs> the, next, the next item on my list is truly what one would call a guilty pleasure. Like this is something I uh, truly love. But like it's not something you would think that I would feel this strongly about. And certainly not something I go advertising. But I will die defending this item. <laughs> and it's also... I, again, before I'm like hyping this up right now, before b- before I name what it is, it's also completely uh, what's the word I'm looking for? What, hypocritical when compared to my number six item, which is Mexican food, because this <laughs> is not Mexican food, despite what it's called. Um, Jack in the box tacos. 
<laughs> For those of you who don't know, there is a fast food restaurant in the western part of the United States called Jack of the Box. They specialize oh. in greasy burgers and like I don't know what would you call Jack in the Box. Like if you're trying to explain what Jack in the Box was to somebody, like, uh, Jack in the Box is like your um, it's like your drunk yeah your your drunk it, after you hours burger sure place yeah. absolutely burger Definitely. shakes and curly fries yeah and like the same like McDonald's esque breakfast stuff yeah you know, and all yeah, that other stuff have, right yeah. but they have one particular item on their list uh, called. Two tacos, right? Yeah. For 99 cents. Now it's a little bit more, but for fucking decades, it's been 99 cents. For Is it two, not 99 cents? No, now oh. it's like $1.19 or whatever. It, it varies a little bit by location, and it's about that. But for decades, it was 99 cents. And these things that they call tacos are so far <laughs> removed from what a taco is yes. that, like, they are, like, they're, like, if you described a taco to a fucking alien – and the alien tried to recreate it with alien ingredients. And it would be this. It would be this. So this thing is like a shell of some sort. It's certainly not a fucking tortilla. I, I, let me tell you that. Like, I don't know what it is, it's but it's not. green. It's something. <laughs> and inside of this thing is ground meat, question mark? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I've heard a million rumors. I've heard people say it's soy. I've heard people say it's beef. I've heard people, literally, I talked to someone who was dying on the hill that it was kangaroo meat. Wow. There's no really? way There's no, no way it's no, kangaroo meat. Yeah. I don't know what it is, but it's meat-like. And then <laughs> yes, that is they, a very put, good way to put it. they put way too much, <laughs> they put way too much lettuce in this thing sometimes. And a very particular hot sauce. Sauce, yeah. It, it's, it's not like Mexican hot sauce. Like, it's not like a... Like a Cholula it's, it or... It seems like, it's like yeah. It, it, it's very particular, and it's hard for me to I describe. I don't think I've ever tasted anything else yeah. like that, and it's yeah. a little thicker. Yeah. And then, to top it off, they have the fucking audacity to put two slices of American, like, <laughs> craft cheese yeah, I forgot about in that. this motherfucker. But let me tell you something right now. They're fucking delicious, dude. Mm-hmm. They're so good. They And they're greasy, and I feel bad after I eat them. I feel like I'm a worse person. <laughs> like somehow I've tainted my soul. But dude, I have so many memories of being a kid and like barely having like two bucks in my pocket. But I could get a couple tacos for Jack of the Box. Yeah. I remember being a kid coming home from the beach and like we were poor, right? So we we didn't eat out a lot. But like every time we went to the beach, on our way home, my dad would pull over. He'd get me and my sister like six tacos. Wow. We'd grub up on the way home. I'd be knocked out by the time I got home. Like... Belly for me, full of t- belly full tacos. of these pseudo tacos. <laughs> yeah. Um. For me, Jack and Box tacos are such a quintessential part of being a Southern Californian. That's um, true. That's true. I, I like. I think yeah. the fact that they can make these suckers for ninety nine cents for two of them, and they're like decently sized. They're not mm-hmm. small. Um. Th- these things are a fast food engineering fucking phenomenon. Like. They're they're a masterpiece. You know what? Well, they're you, a disgusting masterpiece, and I me. love them. You convinced me. I just thought I just had an idea. Yeah. DCYI on location, <laughs> right? We need to go to the Jack in the Box factory and and ask them. <laughs> give us a tour and show us how you tell make us what's these in the tacos. fucking tacos. Yeah, you know what I mean. We know it's not me. <laughs> like that would be so awesome to document this process. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, how can they say no after you gave them this glowing review? You Don't get me like, wrong. They're fucking disgusting, <laughs> but I love yeah, them. But they're good. Yeah. yeah. All right. Now that I'm done ranting about Jagabox tacos, we'll get to my, my next item uh, or my next uh, thing. Dungeons and Dragons. 
Oh like, yeah, this is something. A I lot know. of you already know. I run a Dungeons and Dragons podcast mm-hmm. uh, too. In fact, mm-hmm. um, more on the way. D and D has changed my life uh, very drastically. Uh, I am passionate about storytelling. I'm passionate about fantasy and fiction, uh, and I'm passionate about gaming in general. And D and D is all, all of those yeah. things in one. Um, dungeon mastering has been one of the most fulfilling things that I do in my life. It's the most fulfilling hobby I've ever had creating my own worlds, uh, connecting with friends and, and people from around the world that I've played with. Um, it is the greatest game ever made and calling it a game does not do it justice. D and D is more than a game. It is, it is a storytelling co-op improv acting also a game creative venture it is it's amazing dungeons and dragons it's amazing yeah i you know um for those yeah exactly for probably a lot of our listeners they already know about you know the dungeons and dragons stuff that you do already host and i um i don't know a lot about dungeons and dragons i've always wanted to play and i there's always been those like weird there's always these weird moments where like i'll finally get to kind of play a little bit and then it falls apart right and either the other people don't return so then you don't have enough people to really play with or or just scheduling problems but uh the one thing i do know about i do know about um improv and and doing and role playing right which i love and that's the thing that drew me to dungeons and dragons in the first place so hopefully soon you and i will be able to do something yes we will we will and for anyone curious uh me and tom are not in the middle of working on something, but we have plans to work on something which will get turned into a podcast. Yeah, and I'm definitely excited for that. Mm-hmm. But back to you. Okay, so my next thing, is, <laughs> I guess, I guess this all kind of went into a string of from the last three because I, you know, last three was what God of War, Infin- entire Infinity War saga, and Stout Beer. Guess number twelve would be. You know, of course you want to be comfortable, right? Of course <laughs> oh you got to be gosh. comfortable. Okay. So what do you put? When I, when I first started going out with my wife, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought I had a comfortable bed, right? I yeah. thought it was comfortable until yeah. the day I went over to her her house, you know, mm-hmm. or her mom's house when she was living there. Yeah. And uh, the first time I sat on her bed, I fully realized what a comfortable bed really was. Okay. Because she had this like. Uh, it was a, a memory foam. I think they call them a memory foam mattress top. Okay. It wasn't the whole mattress wasn't memory foam, but mm-hmm. it was like just this top mat layer. Right? Okay. Yeah. And I, I always was like, every time I'd sit on her bed or I lay bed, I was just like, oh, oh my God. <laughs> and then I would snore because it was just so comfortable. So then, you know, come to the time when she moved in. We went shopping one day at Costco and we happened to see that they were, you know, that they were selling those. And I don't think I could ever go back. It's oh, yeah? either if I get any other mattress, it's either gotta be the whole the whole mattress is one of those uh memory like foam, whatever. Yeah, temp yeah, like one of those things. Um I don't know all the brands, but right. or we gotta get a, a memory foam mattress top and mm. i kind of like the memory foam mattress top versus uh the the whole mattress i've slept i've tested those out they're really comfortable but after a while it, it does seem like the whole thing sinks in mm. with the with just the actual foam top on top of a regular mattress uh you don't get that sinking feeling it just oh. feels very soft and very like kind of conform to your body so that you're you're you know you get your butt groove in there you know what i mean <laughs> sure, like, absolutely. like just like on your favorite couch or something you know what <laughs> i mean like sure. Sounds but good. 
uh, man, I've always, you know, loved the fact that we have that now. Cause like now I can't sleep. I don't think, I mean, I know I can cause you know, we sleep. No, but you've become accustomed to it. But I have become accustomed to it. Yes. Um, Okay. So yes, definitely. My other one is something you see me drink a lot. And, um, uh, it's soda. Well, no. that that will monster be monster energy drink. <laughs> yeah, God exactly. Damn it, Tom. Yep. I can't even escape these in the new world. <laughs> yeah, no, I drink monsters more than I should. Yeah, I know. Same here. Yeah. I, you know, I. No, you love your monsters. You I love do. your monsters. You know, I like the what is it? The lemonade one. Oh yes, yeah, yes. I rehabs. think that's the one that that my uh, there's one that's like a lemon tea flavor. Whatever. Yeah, that's the one. I think my wife that's likes the that one. one. Yeah. That's the one I like. Um, the one I like is either the original one mm-hmm. and. Or the other flavor, which um, I always look for, it's zero sugar, mm-hmm. and that's what I—that's the crutch I use to feel better about myself when I drink them. <laughs> sure. I'm like, it has no sugar. Look, I'm not <laughs> drinking any sugar. <laughs> sure, uh, but it's the black can that has like the faded blue M and like the purple like can pop top. You know, I think I know the one you're talking about. Because um, yeah. there's a there's always a confusion. There's a black can with blue M, and that's a low carb. I'm not talking about oh, okay. that one. Okay, yeah, that's there's the one another you see the one most. that's a black can it's with a, a faded, zero sugar. Yeah, it's a zero okay, sugar. It's a faded blue purplish. Uh, <laughs> wow, like you know, yeah. So here's a question. Like, uh, like, what is it about the monsters, both of them, that you like? Is it just the flavor? It, you know what? It really is the flavor. And wow. I was just about to bring up the fact that my wife, she doesn't like me drinking them for obvious reasons. Yeah. Um, but she even brought up the fact that she wished they made a non-energy form, like one that wouldn't, like pump your heart you know oh, like, like a soda but it just, tasted but the it same just was the flavor oh you know what God. i mean what's so hilarious to me about that and i think most people would agree well maybe they wouldn't i don't know monsters are very popular at least in our part of the world but like the the, the original monster right like mm-hmm. that is no there's no like equivalent flavor in the world yeah, it is the I, most engineered artificial thing you've flavor, ever did in the world i cannot it's describe like, that i'm flavor. drinking artificial this flavor yeah, yeah, is called yeah, artificial and yeah. i'm drinking it yeah yeah the flavor yeah you know that's funny because you there isn't anything I can't say. There's you nothing know, even remotely close. Yeah, to. I can't say like, oh, this kind of tastes like a raspberry flavor no, or a grape it's, flavor, it's, or whatever. It's no, absolutely, it's just monster. It flavor. is divorced like, from our reality, which we call food. Like, yeah, yeah. it's its own thing. And I don't know what it is, but I do. I get this weird flush when I drink it, like this, like uh, refreshing feeling mm-hmm. from that flavor. And I know right. a lot of people think that flavor is very strong and they don't like it. I, but I love yeah, it. I do not like it. Yeah, I, I love that flavor. I don't know what it, what it is. And, uh, but yeah, I would drink it if it oh. had no energy benefits to it at all. At least I'll get caffeinated in this new yeah, world. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Caffeination is going to caffeinate. Uh, excuse me. Caffeine will definitely be a part of this world. Indeed. And what better to munch on while drinking these monster energy <laughs> drinks? God. Cheetos. Cheetos. <laughs> I knew it. This man loves his Cheetos. <laughs> and, and I'm fucking, just, damn it, Tom. <laughs> just fucking drinking a monster, eating yeah. Cheetos, watching oh, movies. Oh my god. I swear to God. Isn't this sound this shaping up to be the best world ever? Has has here's a question. Has anything on your list been outside? <laughs> wait, 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 let me nope, I don't think so. Oh wait, yes, dine out restaurant. No, because you're dating out inside, inside another place. Yeah, right, yeah. That's too funny. <laughs> But uh, Cheetos, uh, yeah. Tell me, tell me why you like Cheetos. <laughs> tell me all about Cheetos, Tom. Uh, Cheetos to me are, are are one of the perfect snack foods ever, man. They are They're crunchy. Salty. They are salty. They are cheesy. They yeah, are uh, cheesy. I, I like the the size of them. Like. Like sure. One Cheeto. I mean, right, don't get me let's wrong. Let's be honest. I, they look like weird poops. <laughs> they look they like do. weird they, orange poops. They, they look like weird uh, Chihuahua poops. They, yes, they do. They, do. they, like they look like weird Chihuahua, Chihuahua poops. poops. But, <laughs> but uh, it. You know, don't get me wrong. I know there's a lot of the little 
uh, Cheeto, mm. uh, little Cheeto nuggets, whatever you want to call them. But like, <laughs> oh, don't but, call them that. Yeah, I know. But when you but when you get the normal Cheeto poop, whatever you want yeah, to call sure, it. Yeah, sure, whatever. Like that size, just eating one at a time is like a, per- to me, it's a perfect snacking Yeah, no, I agree. Of, you know? I, I, I agree. Um, I'm not big. Cheetos are fine. Like uh-huh. the, Cheetos are very, like very neutral on your, your classic Cheeto. Mm-hmm. But uh, one Cheeto related product that I am fucking absolutely passionate about are Chester's Hot Fries. Holy oh, shit. Those, those are, are like, good too. Like cracked to me. Mm-hmm. I just, I can't stop. Like I can't be near them because I will devour every single one. Now, okay. <laughs> on that, the way I actually wrote that in, in my list was Cheetos of all kinds. Would that include the Chester hot fries? I think. I, I would imagine, I right? Know, it's got right? the Cheeto guy the on it. It's same guy. Right? It's Chester it's Cheetah. So I guess those exist in this new world Sweet. too now. <laughs> I'm into it. <laughs> All right. Um, so I got three more here. Uh, this is going to be my my 10, 11, and 12. <sighs> it's another food, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> it's my favorite dessert in the world. Or second, really, but. Wait. Ice cream. Ice cream? Yeah, okay. I fucking love ice cream. Ice cream is one of man's greatest creations. And it is also a sign of our true decadence. Like yes, this, that is true. dessert could not exist in a world without our technology mm-hmm. to keep this cool and to process milk in this way. Oh, that's very true. But it can be it can be anything. Like it can be like plain vanilla. I oh, fucking love it. Plain chocolate. I love it. It can be like a fancy Ben and Jerry's or Hagen Dazs or a high end ice cream. Mm. Or it can be like an ice cream sundae. Have you ever had fried ice cream at a Mexican restaurant, Tom? No. Next I don't time think you I've go to a, a Mexican restaurant, <laughs> yeah, and because... if they have fried ice cream, uh-huh. number one, have you had fried ice cream? I don't think I've had oh fried my ice cream. God, Tom, you have lived. Like next time you go to a Mexican restaurant and they have fried ice cream on the menu, get it. It'll change your life. Real okay. Yes. I'm gonna have to. I'm definitely. I love ice that. cream sandwiches. I like soft oh, serve ice cream. Ice cream. So we good. went to Dairy Queen and I got myself a salt toffee Blizzard. It's fucking. Mm. It was fucking revolutionary to me, man. <sighs> ice cream's good. Yes, there's there's <laughs> there's no way you can make an argument for, you know, that it's not good. What's your Even, favorite flavor, Tom? Oh, man. You know what? <sighs> My favorite flavor of ice cream, that's very hard to answer, Will. Mine's pecan um, preline. <sighs> I... <laughs> You're like, how does one answer a question so difficult? Yes, it, it is very <laughs> difficult to answer. I, you know what? I'm... I guess it's something I'm just going to have to blurt out because it is the last time I ate it. I remember just having so much enjoyment eating it. Mm-hmm. And that was Ben and Jerry's Cherry Garcia. Ooh, that's a good one. It was – I, yeah. I like the the ice creams that have – because it has real bits of um cherry, of cherry in it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it also has these hard, crunchy pieces of chocolate. I know, big chunky ones. When you get what I call the perfect bite, is the right ratio of cherry to chocolate Mm -hmm. bits to the ice, the actual ice cream. Yeah, I that's probably my favorite one. No, that's a good one. You know, I, I, it's always it's ever changing though. My favorite Ben and Jerry's, and I just had this the day before yesterday. I had a pint of Americone Dream. Oh, is that the one (sighs) with um? It's vanilla ice cream with chunks of chocolate what? and waffle cone. Oh, and yeah. The fucking best caramel. Like, mm-hmm. you get caramel in a lot of ice creams. There's something specific about Ben & Jerry's caramel. It is fucking decadent. Yeah, it is. It's not like... Um, it's so I, good. I feel like the caramel that you get in other ice creams, you know, like when you just get like Thrifty's caramel and vanilla uh-huh. or whatever. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's like a cheap yeah, caramel. Yeah, like, no, I don't know how I know it's that. more high Yeah, end. I don't know it's, how I know amazing. it is, but it's just the flavor. Yeah. Okay, the next thing on my list, this is another one uh, you might have on your list. Las Vegas. Oh, is that I, on your list? Oh, my God, no. Oh, my and God, I, Tom. I, I cannot believe it. Okay, I'm glad you, you have that. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I saved us here. Uh, Las Vegas is my favorite go-to, ca- not casual, but it's like, it's like my comfort vacation place. Yes, it like, is. That's like mm-hmm. it's, I don't want to go somewhere new. I just want to go to Vegas. Yep. Like casinos, gambling, drinks, I can hear pools, it already. The shows, <laughs> just walking down the street, yep. visiting the shops, the restaurants. Mm-hmm. Like fucking love Vegas. There is dude. almost nothing you can't do in Vegas. Like yeah, it's can, it's amazing. I it love is. Vegas, and I can't wait to go again. Mm-hmm. Favorite, one of my favorite places on earth. It is that that uh, Vegas is me and my wife's go to. It, yeah. it literally like like we don't have to worry when we go to Vegas. Yeah, it, we we don't. we don't have to plan anything nope. like, unless you need a I reservation. Mean, but yeah. like but other than that, like we know okay we're gonna go there and we already know we can do all anything that we want to yeah. do. You want and get it's like you can just walk in any direction. You'll find yeah it, yeah, yeah exactly. Get drinks. Dude. Walk. Ten minutes that way. I just get food right now. Ten minutes that. There are a few things in this world I want more than to be able to go to New York, New York, get myself Mm. a Fat Tuesday. You ever get one of those? Yes. Give me a Fat Tuesday. I'm gonna hit the blackjack table. I'll see you tomorrow. (laughs) Yes. Yes. There's. I. I love the fact too that and and you don't even have to go to get that if you didn't want to. If you if no like I mean maybe Fat Tuesdays. Yeah. But like you can go like I'll go to the craps tables and then all of a sudden somebody's gonna come by and be like, would you like a drink? Right. And right. guess what? You only got to yeah. tip that. Right. You know guess what? what? I do. Yeah. Like, like, <laughs> uh, who wants a drink? Me. <laughs> all right. So um, number twelve on my list. So we're we're about halfway through the list now. Is something that I value highly as a Californian because I don't get enough of this. But when it happens, man, am I happy. It's the rain. Yes. I oh, my God. I love me. rainy weather. The longer it's rainy, the better. Um, when we get those rare storms where it's like cloudy and rainy for like three weeks to a month, I'm mm-hmm. like, this is literally heaven for mm-hmm. me. Um, I love the cold. I love I, – I just love the falling water. I can sit on my porch, yep. have hot cocoa. You know, That's uh, listen you to some music. Yeah, I just, just zone out. I love the rain. So you and I, okay, later in my list, you 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 were more specific. But mm-hmm. later on my list, we do have something very similar in common. Mm-hmm. But yes, you're right, man. That sound of rain. Of the, I, I of have, dropping water, yeah. I have a, a back patio at my house, and it, it's metal roof. Mm-hmm. So when that rain comes, oh wow, you can hear it, and it is the sound. Definitely. I love this sound. I'll even just open my my bedroom uh, faces the backyard, mm-hmm. and and we could open a sliding door that's in there, and I'll just open it, you know, because the rain can't get in through there. But like just to hear it, you know what I mean? Yeah. I know it's cold. That's okay. I got blankets. You exactly. know what I mean? Like yeah, I, exactly. I just want to hear yes, it. Yes, absolutely, oh, man. It 100%. is hundred percent. Definitely. Well. I think that we got halfway through yeah, our this list. Yeah, this is this is actually taking a lot longer than I thought it would. So I think we're gonna have to do a part two, guys. Yeah, I think we'll definitely do a part two of this. So uh, don't worry, everybody. There's gonna be a lot more on the list. We're we're only halfway through. Um, we hope you enjoyed this first yeah, episode. Let it, yeah, let us know if you you enjoyed this. This was a, a we went a different direction mm-hmm. than we might have last season. We're trying new things, and we got more new things on the way as well. New year, new us, Uh new season two. Yeah, exactly, (laughs) exactly. And I'm trying to to start the new year positively. We're talking about things that we love. Yes. But, dude, 
to be continued. The podcast you have just heard are the imaginings from the highly evolved minds of the extra-dimensional beings, Will and Tom. It has been translated into a format more easily understood by the human mind. Interpret it as you will. Should you find yourself seeking more answers to life's most intriguing mysteries, you can show your support by becoming a Patreon member at patreon.com slash dude could you imagine. You can also leave an Apple Podcast review. You can subscribe to us on Instagram at dude underscore could you imagine, on Twitter at DCY Imagine, and on our YouTube channel where you can leave a like and a comment. We can also be reached through our email Dude, could you imagine at gmail.com? We leave you now so that you may gather your thoughts until we meet again to ponder the meaning of the cosmos and ask, Dude, could you imagine? Could you imagine? Could you imagine? DCYI on location, right? We need to go to the Jack in the Box factory and and ask them, give us a tour and show us how you Tell make these the tacos. tacos. Yeah, you know what I mean? You know See? It's not me. <laughs>